Jalin, welcome back to another episode of Necessary Realness. I am your host, coach and confidant, but I want you to think of me as your noble shit best friend. It's me, Hallie. How are you? I have to keep checking if I've pressed record because technology has not been my friend lately. I've just been, I don't even know. Don't get me started. How is everyone doing? I hope you guys are having a great start to the week. I have been chatting to, well, Everyone I've been chatting to lately is in the same boat. We're all kind of feeling a bit funky, feeling a bit mm, not so nice, you know, a bit anxious, a bit ugh, for no particular reason. Don't exactly know what's going on. Something is obviously in the air and we're all kind of in the same boat for, like I said, various different reasons, but also no reason at all. It's just kind of a mood. And I wanted to speak about it on this on this episode because I think a lot of people can relate and a lot of people can take something away from my own findings over the last couple of weeks. So as you guys would know, I am apartment hunting and it has been a real drainer. I'm not even going to lie. Over the last couple of weeks, I've been, I feel like I'm applying for a place every, you know, every five minutes, even though I'm not, but I am definitely looking at a lot of places and they're all shit. Like just to be totally blunt. Um, I did apply with one place and the agent is just, Oh my God, don't even get me started to the point. You know, when you're so annoyed that even if they did give it to you, you like, I don't even want it now. Cause you've just fucking pissed me off. That's how I feel right now. Um, but over the weekend I went to a couple of places and for the first time since this whole ordeal kind of started, I feel angry. Like angry. I was so mad that my girlfriend was like, oh, I feel your, I feel your madness coming off of you. And not necessarily like mad. I was just mad at everything. I was mad at the places that I was looking at. Like the, the uh, photos look amazing. And then you get there and you're like, what the fuck is this? Um, I was mad at my landlord for, you know, putting me in this position. I was mad at myself for not having enough money to have the most extravagant apartment. Like all of these things, just so mad and just annoyed. Um, I'm in that kind of place right now. Obviously this is life, you know, there are seasons and right now it is a very stressful time. I am on a time crunch. So I essentially have a one month left. Yep. One month to the day I have left. So It's pretty full on, you know, it's very stressful, but it is what it is. Just have to keep it moving. So hopefully I'm really praying that in the next week or two, something just, something just happens because I am, I'm really over it to be quite frank. Um, And on top of that as well, like I was saying, I've been feeling a bit meh about things and the last couple of weeks have kind of presented a pattern for me. So... I know a lot of people can relate to this and I also just want to preface this by saying if you have clinical anxiety or you suffer from clinical anxiety and you're managing that and you're dealing with that every day, um, I totally acknowledge that, you know, sometimes an affirmation is not enough And and I acknowledge that for most things in life. It's not just a matter of affirming and keeping it moving but, you know, if you need, um, professional help or you are currently in therapy, please uh, understand that this episode is more about um, just like kind of day-to-day things to kind of just um, ground you in the moment. So I just want to acknowledge that because I know, I know, I can't even imagine actually um, how it would be to, to battle your mind 
with everyday anxiety and clinical anxiety because it is it's really full on. Um, so I don't I don't suffer with anxiety. I do get anxious, um, and I actually feel like I'm noticing more like anxieties coming through as I get older. Certain situations trigger me certain different ways, and you know, doing all the work kind of makes you recognize things and and you just realize, oh, okay, I didn't realize this affected me. But I am very much an overthinker and I am very much like I'm so aware that it is kind of a bad thing. It's a blessing and a curse because I'm just aware of everything. I like I get like overwhelmed. It's almost like my brain gets so loud because I'm just taking in everything and it it can, you know, fuck me up sometimes. And also, given, you know, we all have our own, um, you know, childhood traumas, we all have our own experiences. So from that, different different outcomes happen, essentially. And I've noticed a pattern where, and like I said, a lot of you are going to resonate with this, where things can be going so good and then I start to become anxious that it's just going to turn to shit. And this this thing that I'm talking about is is quite a particular scenario. And let's um you can you can relate it to anything. It could be a job, it could be a relationship, it could be anything. But let's say it's something that hasn't worked out in the past before, like dating, and then you start thinking, okay, when is the other shoe gonna drop? What's gonna happen? Because I'm actually starting to freak out that things are going so good. Or you get a bump in the road and then you feel completely derailed with your whole life. And that, again, is a very common thing that people do. Brene Brown says, you know, when we feel joy, we start to dress rehearse tragedy because we want to be like teetering between the two. Like, let's not get too excited. Like, don't get your hopes up, but then don't get too upset. It's like they want you to just be in the middle and just be like – almost numb to both ends, numb to joy and numb to pain. But that's not life. You know, we have to, we have to experience both because what would joy be without the pain and what would pain be without recognizing that there is joy on the other side. And I think it's really important to recognize that anxiety or anxious thoughts are a protection. Um, it is trying to signal something to you or in, in in some cases, or in this particular case, it was trying to protect me from feeling hurt and feeling pain because all I've ever known in the past was for this situation to end in pain. And it just made me, excuse me, it just made me realize that anxiety and anxiousness doesn't have to be a thing that you need to like run away from. You don't have to be like, oh my God, stop feeling like this. Stop, stop, stop. Like it's, we try and just like shove it away or push it away or, you know, suppress it. But if anything, I actually sat back and thought, okay, why am I feeling like this? And again, this, this comes with the work. It doesn't just happen overnight, but hopefully my work can help you kind of get there quicker. But let's say you're feeling anxious about a certain situation. It's kind of consuming your mind or you're, you're really feeling it. Think about why you're feeling anxious and what, like, what is it? Let's say you're worried that this, you know, that this relationship is going to end or this, that this, um, you know, this opportunity is not going to work out. You're going to fail at something or whatever it might be and be like, okay, why am I feeling like this? Like, what is it that's creating this? Because let's say with the relationship, you're like, well, I've dated great guys in the past and now it's turned and it's always turned out bad. So 
you know, what else can I expect? Or it's like um, I was taken advantage of when I was in a business situation and now I'm scared that that's going to happen again. So it's once you like obviously question yourself a little bit, you get to a point where you realize that it's your anxiety is coming from a past experience. In some cases, in most cases, not all the time, because sometimes it is just uh, an overthinking of a scenario that can, you know, will probably never happen, which is also another thing that I, I recognize. But in the instances where you're feeling anxious about a potential outcome, ask yourself, am I worried about an outcome because this outcome has happened before? So am I worried about it repeating itself? And then sit with yourself and and affirm that and acknowledge that. So for me, what I did when with my journaling and, and really just acknowledging what was going on, I sat and I affirmed and I said, I understand that you're trying to protect me because this is all we've ever known. But we get to know something new. You can you can try and protect yourself from every scenario. You can try and protect yourself from a breakup, from a loss of money, from being judged, from all of these things. But are you really living? Are you really living if you're constantly trying to avoid the pain of the past? Are you going to be present if you're constantly trying to avoid pain? Are you going to take an opportunity if you're constantly trying to avoid the pain that you've experienced in the past? No. So it's important to recognize that the anxiousness that you're feeling is usually because we've experienced this before. I'm scared it's going to happen again, so I'm going to I'm going to get my wall up. I'm going to I'm going to back up. I'm going to you know, um ring the bell. I'm going to bring the flags. I'm going to do everything I have to to get your attention because I'm scared of it happening again. And this is where that self-talk and the self-dialogue has to really be amped up and you say like I said earlier, my affirmation, it's like, I understand you're anxious because you're trying to protect me because this is all we've ever known. But we get to know something new. We can get to know something new. Because how many times has something happened where it's turned out bad, but then one time it turned out great? And are you going to avoid the risk of something becoming bad, but then you're also avoiding the potential of it becoming good? let me say it again. You avoiding the risk of something bad happening means that you are also avoiding the opportunity of something great happening. Come on now. I'm just going to end the podcast right there. You are blocking your own blessings by giving into the fear of what could be because of your past experiences. It means you're blocking your blessing of something great happening. And I understand that, of course, there's fear and those fears are valid. Again, validate those fears, affirm the anxiety, affirm the anxious feeling, but also remember that you are not the person that experienced that pain the first time or even the third time or the fourth, fifth, seventh, tenth time. You are the person that you are today. And because of that pain, you're going to be able to handle whatever comes to you. Because of what you've already experienced, if it were to happen again, God forbid, let's say it did happen again, you're good because you can handle it. And also affirm to yourself, I recognize that you're trying to protect me because we're trying to avoid the pain of the past, but I made through it. I, I made it through. I made it through that pain. And should that pain meet me again, I'll make it through again. Affirm it. 
because you are not the person you were when you first experienced it or when you last experienced it. You now have that experience that has built your resilience and that has built your strength because you've made it through. I think that needs to be really emphasized because while it's while it's easy to be like, oh my God, I'm so scared, I'm so scared, I'm, I'm so scared, but you were scared last time or it took you by surprise. If anything, it was worse last time because it took you by surprise and you still made it through. This time around, you recognize what could be, but then you but then you just allow it to, uh, you allow it and you say, okay, whatever happens, happens. And I know this is easier said than done. Don't get me wrong, but this is why I want you to create that internal dialogue and create that self-talk so you can move forward. And if these situations were to arise, it's easier to move through. The best part about being vulnerable, the best part of being in a relationship, the best part of doing something that is scary, it's that you are literally putting it all on the line and saying, I know you have the potential to crush me, but I'm I'm going to I'm going to put it all out there. Whether it be job, person, you know, financial, heartbreak, whatever it is. I know that this situation has the potential to break me. But I know that it also has the potential to be something great. So I'm going to put it out there. And this is where the trust comes in. Trust not for the situation or not for the other person, but your own trust. Like I said earlier, trusting that you will get through it. There is nothing that you cannot get through because you have gotten through everything that's thrown at you. Everything that was thrown at you, you've gotten through it. So why can't you do it again? Hmm? Why can't you, why can't you do it again? You absolutely can. And this is why creating an internal dialogue, creating a mental jar of memories that you can you know pull from and say remember when I got dumped here I made it through remember when I lost this job I made it through remember when there was a whole ass pandemic and I was alone at home and and didn't have anyone to lean on I made it through build up a portfolio that you can pull from when you need to when you are feeling weak, when you are feeling anxious, when you are feeling afraid of what could happen, remember what has happened already. Remember what you've already been through before worrying about what you're going to go through. I'm so sorry, but this episode, I wish I was filming it. Oh my God. Like seriously, I don't remember what I said, but I know it was good. Remember what you've already been through before worrying about what you're about to go through. You've been through it all, baby. You've been through it and you were okay. Yeah, you might be bruised up. You might be battered a little bit, but you're good. And you've built resilience. I have every faith in every single person listening to this. I have, I have all the faith that you have truly built resilience that you didn't know you could build because of the things that you've been through. Therefore, whatever is meant to, whatever is going to come your way, you'll be able to deal with it. And you'll build you'll build even more resilience and you'll learn even bigger lessons. Because maybe you didn't learn them last time. The harsh reality is maybe you didn't learn last time and now you need to learn it again in a different way. Or maybe the lesson you need to learn is that good things can happen. So just let it go and let it be. And sometimes, you know, we like to sit here and be like, I don't need this and I don't do that and blah, blah, blah and whatever, all these like, you know, um, uh, like hype words and all these buzzwords that everyone's talking about in self-development and then the universe is like, okay, bitch, let me see what you got. And it hands you all of this. 
okay, if you feel like you're so strong and you're so independent and you're so this and you're so that, you're going you're gonna to manifest that. You're going to manifest the opportunity to flex those muscles. You know, there's a, um, a lot of, you know, people say, you know, I want patience and then God will give them an opportunity to, to actually practice patience and they, they're like, what? No, I just want patience. No, no, baby, you've got to build the muscle. So if you're saying I've got these muscles, then you better be prepared for the universe, for God, for people around you to put that into practice, like to make you put that into practice. I really believe that creating an affirmation around anxiety or around patterns that you have, whether it be negative patterns, like as in like negative self-talk in other areas, create an affirmation around it. Create an affirmation where you acknowledge it, you affirm it, you validate it because most of the time, I'm going to, yeah, most of the time, I don't want to say all the time, but most of the time these thoughts come from, there's a reason for it. You may have been bullied. You may have been spoken to, you know, in a horrible way or you something may have happened for you to then think I'm unworthy or I am this or I am that. And then you've now created that as your own, your own language when it wasn't yours, someone else, someone else gave it to you without you even wanting it. So you need to create affirmations around all of these, around all of these negative experiences or negative language so you can reverse it or not even reverse it, but yeah, change your language, change it and ask yourself, do I really, do I really believe that I'm worthless? Do I really believe that something is going to happen? Do I really believe these things? No, but I'm scared of it happening. Okay, that's fine. You can be scared. We're scared of a lot of things, but we still keep it moving. So it's important to acknowledge, to affirm, to validate your feelings, because if a little kid, let's say a child fell down the stairs, okay, and then the next time they were at the top of those stairs, the exact same stairs or even other stairs, and that they started to get scared, would you be like, oh my God, just fucking go down the stairs? No, you wouldn't. You'd be like, why are you scared? What's wrong? Are you scared that something's going to happen again? It's okay, you know, like you, you can do it. You remember, remember you were fine last time. Like literally like think of yourself, like reparenting yourself is such a big part of self-development and the self-healing journey. You have to, you have to start using that language because it's usually it's the most gentle, loving, kind language is, that, is the language that we use for our children or for anyone's child. Use that language on yourself because that's the way you're really going to be able to reverse a lot of these things. If you speak, speak to yourself like you would an, a grown-ass adult, you're not really giving yourself any grace. And a lot of the time these anxieties or these negative, um, you know, the negative self-talk came from when you were quite young. It was imprinted in you when you were really young. So remember that and speak to that person that inherited that language, that inherited that mindset speak to them, not the person that's been dealing with it for 20 years. So it's really important to recognize that you, the only way you're going to really be able to move through, because you're not going to get around it, move, move forward is to move through. You're going to have to affirm it and acknowledge it. But the more you try and bury it and suppress it, the more it's going to come. The more you resist, the more it'll persist. If you keep resisting anxiety around certain areas of your life, it's just going to keep persisting because it's just going to keep popping up. Like I said, it's going to try and teach you a lesson. And the lesson might be just acknowledging 
why? Why do you feel this way? It can be so many things that you that you need to learn, but without sitting in it, acknowledging it and recognizing what it actually is, you're just going to end up in a cycle of constant anxiety, constant fear and constant avoidance of any opportunity because you're afraid of getting your heart broken or something bad happening. I remember, oh, it just, it actually just reminded me. I remember I used to work with this lady. She was such a lovely lady, like just the purest soul. You know, those women that you, I feel like everyone has this person at like a big corporate job where they're just like the the mum of the whole office and they're just so kind and sweet, but they also have like this sassy mum side, but you don't say anything because they're like the mum, literally. This woman and she was single and she was an older lady and I remember, and she used to work. She was the last one out of that office and it was a big office too. She was like one of the last ones out every day. And there was a, a week or so where I was working quite late and I would always see her and, you know, we would talk all the time and I'm that person that everyone like kind of opens up to naturally in, in, in just life. That's, that's been my role. I think that's my God given um, gift to, you know, it's a blessing and a curse, but you know, like someone feels safe enough around me to kind of speak about things. And she had told me that, um, uh, I believe, I don't know if it was her brother or her dad, someone had passed away and then her siblings were flying in and they were doing the will and all of that stuff. And everyone was coming with their partners and kids and she was single she never um you know never married nothing and she had spoken she had told me about that she told me that she was single and all these things and didn't have anyone and was really that's why she spent most of her time at work and it broke my heart and one day it was really late and we're both in the office and we we got to talking and and I just and I asked her I was like um you know like why why didn't you or like or I can't remember exactly how I asked but it came up And she said, I had my heart broken in my 20s so badly that I just completely closed myself off from the opportunity of, from the possibility of getting hurt like that again. And now I regret it. Oh, God. (sighs) Thinking about that, genuinely, like I have goosebumps because here is a woman in her, she was 60, I believe, or in her 60s. I believe she celebrated her 60th while I was there. So she's in her 60s. That got so horribly hurt when she was in her 20s and completely closed herself off. And then, you know, at the passing of her family member, realised, you know, she wishes she had, she didn't do that and that she had opened herself up again to the, to the opportunity and the possibility and not to not to say that that's that it's too late for her because it never is but she herself said i i'm so used to this now that it actually would be impossible for me to try anything else and i believe that because you know everyone can kind of be like hoo hoo ha ha and just you know try and make it all woo woo and be like yeah you can do anything doesn't matter how old you are oh, whatever yeah cool but when you have no community you have no sense of self confidence or you don't have that it's very hard so you can't you can't just push a positive mindset on someone and expect them to be able to deliver. It doesn't work like that. And it's just such a perfect thing to add here where it's like, do not let your anxiety of what could happen hold you back and force you into a life that makes you regret. There is nothing more scary than someone who regrets their life. And I've seen it. I've seen it 
very, a lot more than I care to admit. I've seen so many people look me dead in the eyes and say, I regret. I regret the last 40 years of my life, the last 50 years of my life. I've seen it. Some of them, unfortunately, are very close people to me. And there's nothing more terrifying than that. And that is because of something holding them back, because of the fear of something happening made them stop. It froze them. And they continued on with life by suppressing, not acknowledging, not affirming, not even wanting to, to, to try and see what, what it actually was or why they were feeling this way. They just pushed, they just pushed it down and they pushed forward. And then they come to a point in their life that they regret what, what has happened because in the attempt of trying to protect themselves – They've prevented themselves from feeling love, goodness, life. So I really want you to take this in. Um, this isn't going to be a crazy long episode. I don't know. Lately, I've been feeling like just, um, you know, just keeping it, just keeping it, and just keeping it to whatever needs to be said, and just saying it, and not dragging it on. Or, or if it needs to be dragged on, by all means, I will. I think my last episode was like fifty minutes, but this one, we're keeping it short and sweet. I want you to take something that you either are feeling anxious about now or you you do feel anxious about a lot, whether it be the future, whether it be a heartbreak, whether it be something, remember a pattern that comes up, journal on it. What is what is the what is the anxious feeling? Why do I feel like this? Has something happened in the past for me for it to be influenced this way? Okay. So what am like and 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 journal on it and express to yourself that by avoiding this thing, what can you also miss out on? So by avoiding relationships, you can also avoid opportunity for love. So, God, re, um, remembering that story has really fucked me up. Like it just makes me so sad. And that's, it's been like seven years now since that happened. And I remember it like it was yesterday. God. Um, yeah, so I want you to really take what you need to from this episode, journal on it, create that portfolio that you can pull from when you are feeling bad and down and, and anxious and worried so you, can, so you can better manage and affirm what's going on and validate yourself. Whew, this has been a good one. This has been healing for myself because I've been going through it. Um, yeah. If you guys can relate to this, if you are having your own feelings, let me know. Make sure you message me on Instagram at lovehallie. Uh, send me a DM. Make sure you guys are screenshotting and doing doing all the things that you need to do. I would be so grateful for all any reviews. Um, it's, it's been a while since my last review, so I would really like to keep it current and up to date because what happens on these podcast apps um, and with analytics is that when there hasn't been much activity in terms of engagement for a while, it kind of just puts you like pushes you down even though you're getting listeners. So I would be so grateful if you would rate, review, subscribe, follow, do all of that good stuff. We, we, I would really appreciate it. And yeah, let me know. Let me know other topics you want to speak about. Let me know if you like this one, what you resonated with and what didn't, all of that good stuff. Um, and I look forward to catching you guys on the flip side. 
But before we finish up, I would like to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation who are the traditional custodians of the land on which this podcast is recorded. I would also like to pay my respects to the elders past and present and extend my respect and gratitude to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait people from other communities. I love you guys and have a beautiful week. I will see you in the next episode. Thank you.